Hey, gang. Remember to drink your Ovaltine. That's right. A crummy commercial to start us out today, but don't shoot your eye out. Welcome to the holiday edition of the Infuse Show. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to our Winter Weed Wonderland. Uh, the sounds of the season are playing. What did you guys think of this band? Wow. Aren't they, they incredible? Really, they're almost as good as your opener. <laughs> I mean, and it was funny because budgetary-wise, Frank was like, I wanted a trio. Frank was like, let's go seven. So the yeah. few shows seven, they've never sounded better. Uh, everything is great. Um, and it made me think on my way in uh, today, I was thinking, because we're, we've heard them for quite some time. Do you, do you have a song that you like to hear this time of year? Don't give me the uh, I hate hearing the one thing. Is there like one Christmas song? Yeah, oh, that's nice. That's a tough one because there is some old classics like the Bing Crosby type one that Hell you yeah. like to always hear. Uh -huh. And I do like the Mariah Carey one. Like As much as I want to not like it, mm -hmm. I, I do find myself being like grooving to it. It's a jam. <laughs> yeah, it so, is. So like, yeah, I think those kind of like are ones that at least for me pop in my head. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Francesca? Like you're a slow ballad like, have yourself a yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I'm into it. But I think um, my biggest thing is... Ooh, I, I want to go. I I'm torn between like a song you would hear in Home Alone, and something like the um, Bob Dylan "Must Be Santa." Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, that's a great so one. it's really I gotta go. Yeah, I hate being asked what my favorite anything is. I don't have a favorite anything. Oh, well, we're off too to much a pressure. Great, we're off to a great start then. <laughs> now you I, didn't I, ask I, my favorite though, so it's okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> there, there's one that I always that always like hits me because I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, that's nice. Get reflective. Think back. And that's whenever you hear uh, Old Lang Syne on New Year's. That's got that, that, that thing that just always makes me like, ah, all right, time's passing. And uh, Old Lang Syne, of course, is uh, old, old Scottish, but it's roughly translated to times gone by. And that is the theme of our show today. For the first time, I mean, we've done a couple of things. We're, we're two years into this, guys. Right. And we've done the gifts of cannabis, and we've looked at the way that the, that the world has affected our cannabis community. But this year, we're just kind of taking a, a, a look back on, on what we've done and how far we've come. So uh, I want to welcome you both and all of our listeners and the people watching us to um, our first clip show. Our first clip show. We're <laughs> so excited. This is us looking back, and I got to tell you, um, and, and look, it's not just us. Because we're, we're also joined by, you know who I'm talking about. In the meadow, we can build a snowman and pretend his name is DJ Rags. Uh, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well, man. Uh, it's good to see you. And it, it's good to be back in 211. We're going to take a, a, a trip back through the past year because we came into the year saying, okay, here's what we've done with Infused. We had a really strong end to 2021. And we said, well, what can we do in 2022 to push ourselves uh, we need to set some objectives and set some goals. And you two were pretty adamant that we do that quick. So we went away. Uh, we went to the, um, where were we? Old Forge, New I thought York. We, I was going to say North Pole um, <laughs> because it was very, very similar. Um, and we, we sat down and we, we hammered out some goals, Mike. Yep, we sure did. And, and, and I, we hit them. Like, it's so cool to sit here today and say, Wow, we, we did what we said we would, and we, even, we ain't even close to being finished. All it's done is inspire us to, to make 2023 better and better. But 
yeah. think that's some that's like really important for everybody who has a business to do though is to look at where you set your goals and at this is the time of year to look back and say where are our successes because that's what's going to inspire <clears throat> you to keep going it's way too easy to do the what could we improve on what could we do better what did we not hit what targets did we miss it's so much healthier you get a lot more out of it to say whoa look at what we did do yeah and i think also the thing I take a lot of pride in with this is that, and we've talked about this before in the show, this was Nick and Frank's idea. This yeah. is their baby. This <laughs> is their concept that they rolled out and, and that I know nothing about, that I've never been involved in this sort of production before. Um, it was your idea about how to utilize video marketing in a, as the core of what we do for the business. And so I take a lot of pride in the fact that this has happened really without me as as you know, as I'm a part of it, but this is your vision, the team's vision that I'm a part of, and which is a different role for me. And it's awesome to see it happen because I see all the pride you all take in it. So mm -hmm. that's the part that that for me, I'm really really excited about and excited to see what continues to happen as this evolves. Yeah, so it's almost it it gives something to to somebody to an owner and an operator to see the team celebrate and and take pride in it oh, because yeah. you know that your business is in good hands exactly yeah totally so when the new year kicked off uh in 2022 one of the things we wanted to do was expand a little bit and uh, we had ideas that kind of didn't fit into the infused mechanism so to speak so one of the things we wanted to do uh frank we wanted to to start to produce uh different shows more shows under the infused media banner we did we wanted some more content we wanted to put something out there that would get a different viewer somewhere mm -hmm. in space. And Mike and Francesca came up with a great idea of Blunt Advice. Blunt Advice. And I understand, I understand they brought a clip. <laughs> oh, man. I did. Okay, just so everybody knows, we have no idea <laughs> yeah. what's coming. Yeah, I should so say that. So these are very real reactions. Very real-time reactions, Blunt Advice. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and don't forget, we want to hear from you. We want your blunt like feedback <laughs> about social media, and you can give that to us by emailing us at bluntfeedback at infusedmedia.io. All right. Well, I'm Mike. <laughs> and I'm Francesca. In the time it took you to find the right phone number for the purchasing manager, no, not that one, the right number, <laughs> you got some blunt advice. <laughs> Good. You messed up the email again. God, it's because blunt feedback is underlined. It's blunt feedback at blunt advice. <laughs> How mad you are. I am hot. No, what is this at? I've messed up. <laughs> and, you know, if people can't watch this, that, clips with, that clip ends with Francesca uh, making a dramatic exit from her chair. And, like, it looks like she's coming to get you, Frank. Yeah. See, Nick, we have the technology. They'll be able to see it. <laughs> I'm talking to their listeners. I thought she was going to kill the whiteboard. Oh my God, that had to have been like the hundredth time that we tried uh, to say 99 that mine. freaking email. It was so hard for some reason. Like, you got beeped out. And I, did you see it? The zoom in, Frank. The zoom yeah. in on my face. Because you were so confident. 
so confident I'd gotten it. <laughs> and that was after that was a bunch pretty, of times that you that had messed it up. That was a pretty early episode, too. Because I was, Super. like, reading the board. Yeah. I didn't know the lines at all. Yeah, that is a good one. I think it's from the very first day that we started to record Blunt Advice. Uh, because we had to get that email down. And there was, like, no way, no way we were letting that day end. Uh, yeah. I don't know how many how many episodes we pumped out that day. But for some reason, that was the Achilles heel. Yeah. It was it that really damn was. email. Yeah. It, it, email for crazy. It was blunt feedback <laughs> at bluntadvice.io. What? Infused. Still, don't know, yeah, <laughs> still, don't still know doesn't it. know it. End of the year. I know it's I know some New Year's resolutions for 2023. <laughs> Learn my show's email address. Yes. Now since I'm here <laughs> with the hosts of Blunt Advice, this is this is really big deal. <laughs> the um t- talk to me a little bit about um you know, what it means that to have uh, this program out there. And, and you guys have pumped out a number of quality episodes that have uh, damn good pertinent content for anybody uh, in the cannabis space or people that want to enter the cannabis space. What was it about a short-form show that really, you know, spoke to you, that, that told you this is the way we got to go with this? I think Mike was actually the big push on shorting on a short form show because even when we were thinking of infused one of the first questions we had is how long is it going to be and um I was adamant about making a long form show and I even wanted it to be longer than we ended up with but as we did more and as we heard more feedback when we realized that maybe what I want is different than of course what our actual key audience people want then we need to give them what they need. You know, if it's just give me the facts, ma'am. I just need this in a very <laughs> short time. Yeah. There's definitely a good place for that. And it was um, it was an easy need for us to fill. Yeah, and I think I, I came about it from the standpoint of the way I usually listen or watch is short. Okay. Um, like I'm on a drive to mm-hmm. from the office or 15 minutes here or there. So that's where I wanted to let's do quick hitting topical stuff that – that we've typically learned from experience that we think might help someone else with a little thing here or there in their business or whether it's a business and personal thing because personal and business go to, together. So, so some of the stuff we talk about is aligned. how to year, how to end the year really strong mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, so I thought it was, there's a place out there for that in terms of saying, here's some topical stuff that we've learned. We're no experts. We're just like you, but here's stuff we've learned. And a lot, and like I said, everything's from our experience, which is typically stuff we've learned from doing it or from people we've met. Yeah. Good and bad. Right. I mean, because <laughs> we, we learn from both. And so yeah. if you're listening and you think we're talking about you, we probably are. Right. Good chance. <laughs> Good chance. Yeah. I think, you know what was really fun for me with Blunfeet? <laughs> <laughs> oh my there god this is gonna be in the next clip, clip show yep. <laughs> you know what i really am happy and proud about for blunt advice is how quickly we could commit to it because of the experience we'd had with infused mm. and we knew out the gate we could produce um you know at least once a week content and so we mm. really got a ton of content out quickly yeah. because we committed to quick you know producing it faster which was really fun and we could do that because we had done infused and right. we were practiced in our system yeah yeah and i mean we can, we can do it a little bit faster too because i think one of the cool things about blend advice is um it lets us all wear different hats you know yeah. like you guys are doing a lot of content writing here yep. uh i i jump behind the scenes and just do you know 
bit writing back and and make Directing. sure make Directing. sure things uh, work on time and it, and I think it also just stretches our production capabilities with the short form. Try to make that show as uh, as clean and polished as we can. And, and Frank always does an amazing job there. It really helps everyone grow, which yeah. is your your yeah. whole thing. Exactly. I mean, all the stuff that people go to a trade show for to learn about, just ah. from networking and going to seminars. Chances are we're going to cover it in a Blunt Advice episode. That's that's another thing I love about it because it truly is like Frank and I have the the perspective that the audience doesn't where. We're able to see you guys man a trade show booth and and deal with the public and people come up to you and and basically have consult sessions. I mean, you met some friends, you met some clients doing that. Um, this is cool because it's almost born out of those conversations too. Oh, we got we got asked about this in this right. kind of market. Oh, we got asked about this in an emerging market. Answers different here than it would be here. It, it's really it's really cool to see you guys flex that muscle. Yeah, it's yeah. fun to look for content sources anywhere we go. You know, we're at an event in New York a few weeks ago, and I remember going up to Francesca during a break, and I was like, "Here's an idea for an episode. Like, yeah. this is this infused or blunt advice? Because sometimes mm-hmm. it could be either. So it is kind of fun to kind of look for uh, content ideas that the audience may relate to or connect with. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So it's it's blunt advice has been one of the things we're we're proudest of, and we're. We're going to continue to grow in that short form uh, area too in the coming year. There's a lot on the on the horizon that we're going to talk about at the end of the show, of course. But yeah, yeah. and just email us at whatever the fuck our email is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> That's email bluntfrancesca at infusedmedia.io. You know, as we move along here, one of the things that I'm uh, very very uh, proud of is that this year saw an influx. Of guests, um, we we made it a point to have more guests come on, uh, and and from all different po- you know parts of the industry and the community, and I think we had a goal in mind to start the year, Frank, and we exceeded that goal rather quickly. You exceeded the goal. That's right. That's right. That's Frank. All no, this yeah. this was uh, this was a, an incredible. Uh, collaborative process with all of us and with our amazing guests. So we, we you know, we, we were able to do zoom in guests and, right. and we learned more about that kind of show and that kind of production. But, you know, we closed the year out having a version of Studio 211. Um, but Studio 211 really was, 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 I don't know, finalized. We put Christened? The, yeah, christened, if you will. That's a great one. Um, in, in this year of 2022. So we wanted to look back and we had our first in-studio guests oh. uh, come in here too. So we have another clip here. And I, I got to say before this starts, it had to be during the warm weather months because I am uh, I'm sporting some sort of Barry Gibb looking <laughs> chest hair. Uh, it looks like there's a Bee Gees reunion show later that night and I'm on my way. Got to get viewers somehow. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, let's see what we got here. An eyeful like and an ear. Francesca. You ready to do the show? I am so ready. ready. Guys, this is a big one. It's yeah. time. <laughs> Wait, is it summertime? Quitting time? It's boss time here on the Infuse Show. As my man Steve Van Zant would say to Bruce Springsteen, I'm saying it to my man Will Edelstein, the Jewish sauce boss, is joining us as our first ever in-studio guest. Will, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's really an honor to be here with the three of you. Dude, we're, we couldn't be more happy to have you here. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sitting here looking back. It's like, sauce boss has a very white, deep voice, doesn't he? He does have, have a hell of a deep voice. <laughs> Yeah. You no, know that was a great opening. I think his doors were blown up. I think he was like, 
what the hell did I get myself <laughs> into? <laughs> People did never see Nick's intros coming. When yeah. they're the guests, they, they're like, oh, oh. <laughs> he was like, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I mean, it was so proud that we could sit together at a table with, with a guest and have it in studio. So it was that's, nice. that's a huge thank you to, to the commitment you two have put into, our, into this show. And we're able to welcome people. And yeah, we said we exceeded our goal with guests. But this was, this was something special. I mean, we're able to cover the industry now on a national level. We can zoom in people like AC Moon from California. Right. But we wanted to build up our base here on the East Coast, and that was what was so cool about having the Jewish sauce boss. Yeah, and the fact that he is a very short drive away, so when yeah. we need some Skittles, that's not <laughs> a problem. Yep. He's, he's a great guy to know in the industry, and then he just seems like... And obviously, here's the thing, is that... To get really honest about it, it's like we meet these people at trade shows and Nick usually interviews them for 15 minutes. We've all have some, you know, surface conversation with them. And very often people are super nice in the moment because they're getting something from us. They're getting this interview, yeah. this camera time, this this whatever, which is what we are giving out as part of our No One Grows Alone ethos. But very few actually follow through um, with that kind of genuine connection. And Will is one of them. The yes, Jewish Sauce Boss genuinely followed through and saw value in us, wants to give us value. And, and that's just a rare two-way street, unfortunately, in cannabis. I think it's a rare two-way street anywhere in business. Um, and I actually disagree in some way, Francesca. I feel like in cannabis, I've seen more of that than in traditional business. I feel mm. like if you think about our guests, and I don't know how many guests we had, 20 Maybe to, I don't know, yeah. but I think we had a, a lot of them, uh, more at least half, that really stayed connected with us and and shared and reshared our stuff as we continue to reshare theirs and really collaboratively worked together to help each other grow and to help each other reach goals. So, you know, I agree one hundred percent with what you're saying about Will being that and the Sauce Boss being that. Uh, but we had, if you look back through our roster from last year, it's pretty impressive. I see what you mean, and I don't disagree. I just think, why isn't it 100%? Yeah, but I mean, that's just <laughs> my naivety. <laughs> Again, email bluntfrancesca at infusedmedia.io. No, but Will, Will was really cool to have. He was, it was just really fun to have it in studio. It is, and then it made us, you know, problem solve a little bit. We say, okay, we want the three of us here. We're going to have a fourth mic. Uh, how do we do this? So it really challenges Frank's us. Frank's new camera angle. Well, it challenges, it challenges Frank, and he always, always exceeds expectations. So stay tuned, because I know you have already in the first quarter, and first month, I guess, right? Yeah. Two in studios? Two in studios, and they're both, they're both going to be knockout. Well, uh, one in kitchen. Yeah. One in studio. This is going to be fun. Yeah, no. So, so yeah, excited. I can't wait. We'll talk about that in, in a second. But oh, yeah, sorry. really. No, no, no. <laughs> utilized, Spoiler. Really utilized our time on the road, talking to people like you both said, making new connections, uh, bringing on prospective guests. Uh, it, it was too cool. So listen, uh, it really is like a love letter to you guys. Everyone who's taking the time to join the Infuse show, know how much you mean to us. If you, get, you spend some time with us, uh, you're, you're valued. We appreciate you and thank you for helping our show. Uh, be be so so much better than we could ever dream. So that yes. that's a nice shout out, holiday love letter to our guests. Uh, there was another thing that we we set out to do, and this was um, as the English would call a sticky wicket, because we wanted to cover a live event <laughs> and we wanted to go. And um, I was looking at this. I kept saying I'm looking at this as an old school radio thing, right? And I'm like, let's go to the people 
And, you know, if they don't know us, let's introduce ourselves and let's let's get the show out there to people who aren't uh, listening. And we went through a number of iterations of this plan, Mike. We're like, oh, should we go to a music festival? You know, ah, it's a heavy lift in this way. (laughs) (laughs) You guys remember these conversations now. Uh, And then it just it just seemed like the stars aligned a little bit. And and the roads, you know, all all the signs pointed back to Delahue, Delaware, Delaware. So we went out and did our first live event, and for some reason, Frank picked this clip. Let's go. Did you get that? Cheetah piss. Look. Is that cheetah piss? In typical Dewey Beach fashion, we turn a fight into a party. The fight against cancer becomes a party at Dewey Goes Pink 2022. This community, this town can't be beat. Monty at the Starbird, everybody that organized this thing, thank you so much. We have had a blast. We're coming back next year. We'll see you next time from Delahue, Delawat, Delaware. Thank you. I'm so sorry. Oh my God. Can I tell you my very first thought upon seeing that again? Road microphone or road equipment needs to sponsor us for how much screen time we just gave their mic. Yeah. I, I, and, and by the way, uh, listeners, that clip was brought to you by Cheetah Piss. <laughs> As Mike was shouting in the background, <laughs> Cheetah Piss, is that Cheetah Piss? <laughs> yeah, I think everybody heard. <laughs> oh, look, I'm going to go to you first, Mike. Um, talk to me a little bit about what, what being a sponsor at Dewey Goes Pink meant to you. That was a big event for us in two ways. A, is it's the first time we've taken this on the road like you talked about. But B, we are supporting a great cause in our own state um, and in a town that, that I live in. So yeah. it was it was super meaningful for me as an individual. I had a ton of pride in what you guys put together and what we as a team pulled off. Um, and it was just, it was a great day. I mean, the weather was awesome. The event itself was much better and bigger than I thought it was going to be. And, and so it was one of those things that pretty quickly into it, we were like, all right, next year we do do this, we do this different, we do this different, and because we want to make it bigger and better for us, too, and for our audience. And so it was really special um, to, to participate and also get the name out more and, and do the special, do we, the pink shirt and the pink logo was awesome. Um, we still have some if anybody wants any. Um, so it was just fun. It was a great day. I. I think one of my favorite things was like, you know, it's testing the limits a little bit. And we gave we gave a plan to Frank without any way to execute it. And he did. Yeah. He found a way. Frank, were you did you kind of sweat some bullets about, you know, we got to go. This is going to be our first live coverage. And how am I going to do it? I think so, because well, I've never been to that event before. I wasn't really knowing what to expect. You can check out YouTube videos and see like, oh, it looks like a lot of people. But when you're there and there's four thousand people on one street <laughs> and I'm thinking audio, visual, how is this going to look? Can you even hear Nick with the microphone? So I was sweating bullets that whole time. Yeah. Uh, Well, look, from anybody that hasn't seen that video, go to our YouTube channel and check it out. Frank put together such a cool package of of what the experience was like. Dewey Goes Pink should use it next year. They should use it. And I wanted to say something about that event and that crew in particular, and I wanted to get your opinions on it, all of you, if it could. 
I've been to events like that, whether we're participating as a vendor or an exhibitor or something like, and it always seemed like if things weren't perfect and you, you know, you go and you try to find somebody, I think Mike's been through this before, you know, our crate's not in the right place. People aren't willing to bend over backwards and go out of their little pattern to help you. Monty and that crew on that day where they're so busy, if you needed something, you got it right away. Or, or they, they fixed a problem right away. They're, that, that, I guess that's the 11th time they've done that. Those guys are pros. Well, their whole business is being a pro in handling large events. When you look at what they do weekend in, weekend out for the whole summer, plus the off season to a lesser degree, but they're really top end as far as pulling events off with a lot of people coming. So I'm not shocked at all that it was well run and, and well organized for for participants like us, as well as the 4,000 runners that were there yeah. taking care of business, too. 4,000 runners who were so receptive to uh, a, a cannabis uh, presence at mm-hmm. this event. Very much. Uh, we heard a lot of great stories. And the, the coolest thing for us is we were able to go down, we were able to share uh, Nicole DeManda's story, who, if you uh, were following us in, in uh, the beginning of October, she was our first guest talking about cannabis, talking about psilocybin, talking about her personal battle um, with cancer. We know that Nicole is, uh, is going through it again, and she's, but she's getting gradually better. We just heard from her, but that was a special thing for us, Francesca. It was like we were taking Nicole with us in a way and sharing her with, with the crowd. Yeah, it really was. It was great because we had so many reasons to share what we had made with that crowd. You know, we, we knew that cannabis connects to cancer. And we had a, a patient um, advocate and, you know, with a personal story to, to exemplify that. And to amplify her voice gives us um, almost even more motivation than amplifying our own, you know, cause or our own show. It's almost like, God, not only do you have to hear us, you've got to hear us because we talked to her and right. she's got this incredible, Incredible story you can't miss. So I really feel like that connected with people. I mean, how many people did I learn? Their their daughters, their sisters, their mothers had the same exact cancer that Nicole did, mm-hmm. and they just connected immediately. They wanted mm-hmm. to hear a survivor. Yep. It was very reassuring and, I guess, um, encouraging for that to do an event and to get that reception from the group of people that were there to not only do that event, but I know we looked into, all right, so what else can we do where yeah. we can connect with the cannabis community to help spread the right types of messaging by, you know, highlighting some of our guests that are in their space. So it's kind of like, you know, continuing to do that type of work on our side to you know, sponsor, participate, all that kind of stuff is another great way to give back to the community. Yeah, absolutely. And not one person was, what are you doing here? Or, or yeah. stuffy about it. Everybody was no. like, good to see this. Yes. And we weren't the only cannabis presence. Columbia Care Dispensary was there too, yep. which was a great connection for us to make. And then we got to do work for them. So yeah. it was just such a, it, it was a very communal feeling and an experience and outcome in in all ways i loved it it was fun and i got to carnival bark that was oh my god francesca turned into a class a old school carnival barker you were you were ready to give her three bucks and you know i didn't know who it was i thought somebody dressed up as francesca what is this that was the cool thing about that, too, though. Like, I mean, uh, throw the curtain back a little bit, um, and you don't see her on camera. We're going to have to fix that sometime. But yeah, Megan, uh, our other teammate here in Fuse Media, worked her ass off. So did her friend. Uh, her friend worked her ass off. But the entire time, and that was an early morning, we all had a blast, man. I'm not lying when we say we love hanging out together or whatever, but I do remember early in the morning, 
uh, you know, what was that joke on John Oliver? Full disclosure. Full disclosure. I sit down before shows and then when I jot down little bits or things I want to say, and I'm doing that, uh, Francesco is up, uh, and I just, I cracked open a beer early in the morning. I'm like, man, I got I to gotta put the Dean Martin spin on this thing. Frank comes in, Frank gets a beer, and we're both kind of like, is that all right? is this okay? Then Mike walks in and I remember Mike using Frank's line going, let's go and reaching for a beer. And I was like, ah, this is going to be a good day. This is going to be a good 7.45. Yeah, before our coffee. We didn't even need coffee. We just bypassed it. No, we, we really did. Uh, thank you to Dewey Goes Pink. Uh, thank you to the Starboard and Monty and everybody, all the 4,000 that gathered there that day. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I was a little buzzed up. Uh, during that final sign-off. That was such but, a killer sign-off. But I, I yeah. thought, you know, that wasn't, that wasn't pre-planned, but it was, that was just feeling what was going on there, man. It was, yeah. it was feeling that moment and what was going on there. Uh, so that was really, really cool. Um, there's another thing I think is a big, big deal for us this year. We wanted to, you know, there's no, there's no denying it. We go to a lot of events. We met, we've been to a lot of great shows. In the back of our minds, we wanted to get back to the biggest one, though. We wanted to get back to MJ Biz. And, you know, we had to pass the mic tour that we thought was over. We thought it was over in Nashville. And then, you know, just when they thought we, just when we, thought we were out, Mike and Francesca pulled us back in. And they said, we got one more assignment for you guys. And it was the biggest one in the industry. Let's take a look. <laughs> hey, guys, it's, it's me again. Uh, and I think I'm where I'm not supposed to be. I'm talking to you deep in the heart of the packaging area of MJ BizCon. That's the packaging area, or as we call it in the biz, the Island of Misfit Toys area of the MJ BizCon. Oh, man, I'm going to get cut for that one. That's not... <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like Frank's video work on that. That was strong. It was really good. I think, I think the other place we recorded one of those, I was in the... Uh, we were in the uh, payment processing area, and I said, I, I have my veritable, veritable pick of the litter of people that I don't want to talk to today. Yeah. Um, uh, that really don't have that much of a connection to cannabis. I've got the workaround. I've got the workaround. Uh, Frank, you, you were there. You, we, we, were, we were buddied up from uh, Philadelphia Airport all the way in. What did you think about returning MJ Biz as the Infuse show? I thought it was awesome. It was like, well, now we know we don't have to spend 10 hours in a booth one day. Let's go out on our own, have our own agenda, and see what we could do, what we could put together. And we went, we walked that show two days in a row on both levels from one end of the room to the other end of the room. We covered everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we covered the waterfront on that show, my friend. Uh, And it, it is, like, if you've never been to MJ Biz... Wow. Uh, you better bring some shoes that you're comfortable in, and, and you better, it's, it's not for the weary. That's not one where you skip meals. You better have a nice breakfast in the morning. That's, that's a hell of a show. Yeah. Walking it for the first time for two days in a row, Mike, Francesca. Lost steps. Different story. Yeah, it is. It's, it's hard because it's an active show. It demands activity from you, whether that's on the show floor as an exhibitor and you have to stay there in a booth for 10 hours, like Frank said, or walking the show like you guys did, which is a lot, or people like Nikki Lawley and our other friends that are not spending the time in the actual show on the floor, they're getting all their, uh, they're saving all their energy for their nighttime activities and for, <laughs> you know, the sessions and the parties and the networking yep. that goes on there. Yeah. So there's so many ways to do MJ biz, um, that you better go in with a plan or else you're so lost, 
so lost. It can be overwhelming. Yeah. Just the sheer size and magnitude and, and just the sights and sounds. And it, it could really be overwhelming without a plan. And I give you guys credit. I didn't realize you walked it twice. I yeah. Mean, that's, <laughs> that's a lot of, lot of work. But you guys planned on doing it. You knew, I knew you planned before who you wanted to meet with, what mm-hmm. you wanted to do. So you guys went in with a plan and you executed it. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I know a lot of people don't do that. You know, most people go there and like walk the show for 25 minutes, an hour, two hours. And they're like, I'm beat. I'm overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Let's hit a dispensary. And then that's the day. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And that's fine too. They spent their what, six, 700 bucks to get in. MJ, MJ biz doesn't care. Yeah. They don't care. if you, if you Spend your time from. getting tchotchkes. Right. Yeah. Right oh yeah. We had the tchotchke report. Uh, that, that was a good part of it too. Uh, one of the, you know, what was really cool to see was that the approach that we chose for this thing uh, was not only right for us, but it was kind of like applauded by other media people. And that was really cool to see. Like, they loved Frank's setup. I don't know how many times Frank had to explain. He's like, this is how I'm covering it. This is how I got Nick's mic. We can keep this rolling. We don't have to keep it, you know, stopping and starting. We figured this was the way to go. A hundred percent different than if we were stuck in a booth. And you, but we, you, all three of you know this. If you're stuck in a booth at that show, it's hit or miss is who's going to find you. Right. You can't control it. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. So we, we thought, all right, this, we determine our, our, uh, our path here. And, and a cool thing about our path is that it led us to um, connect with some important people. Uh, one of the things I think is like a, a big Christmas present to us over the past uh, year is joining the PodConnects uh, network. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had kind of circled on our dance card in big, big letters. It was a spend time with Dan Hummiston, who, who runs uh, PodConnects. And uh, you've got to check out our MJ Biz uh, episode where you'll see our exclusive interview with Dan. It was really cool to, to, to talk to him and to see him there. You know, there are a number of PodConnect shows that were there, too. We talked to Peasy. Hey, Peasy. Um, and, and the guys from uh, To Be Blunt was there. And Dan had a number of people from his network there. And he was like a proud papa. Yeah. He was, he was like so <laughs> happy to see us working and, and to see our approach and to see how we were covering it. Frank, uh, talk to me about meeting Dan because he's been a guy that you've leaned on for the past 12 months. I've been, yeah, I've been talking to Dan for basically this whole year, ever since the beginning. He, I responded to one of his emails initially, and he was looking to bring on some more podcasts to his network. And I was like, well, how much is it going to cost? What's involved with that? And from the first conversation, he's like, well, it's for free, and this is how we build our networks. It goes with the no one grows alone. Yeah. So ever since that first conversation, he's always um, – giving me the time of day to help me with posting and just coming up with new content. I mean, he's just a book of knowledge when it comes to this stuff. Truly. And, uh, he, he's helped me every step of the way. Yeah. It, w- it was, it was so gratifying to, to meet him and to hear, you know, he's very positive where infused is concerned. And I know that, you know, part of our 2023 plans involve, you know, working with Dan a little bit more. Um, but, but one thing I wanted to say about the other media entities that we met out there that, that you know, that was something we wanted to do and see how they've been doing things. Uh, we learned that two years in the game is pretty damn good if you can stay consistent, and we have. Um, but I got to say this about the other shows and the other media people that we met. Uh, they are so indicative of what this community is supposed to be. There is a lot of sharing going on, a lot of like, hey, did you try this? This works for us. Uh, this way to stream works really well. This is simpler than what you guys are doing. Oh, great. I thought that was one of the most gratifying things. Uh, and, and to that point, the fact that we were given press passes for this event. So I want to thank Chris Walsh, the CEO of MJ Biz, and his secretary, Tess, for checking out what we've been doing for two years and, and, and 
considering us worthy of covering that event. I mean, that, that's why I had a big smile on my face the whole time. It is definitely a, um, a vote of confidence in, in that we, we did get press passes for that because I always think of us as new. Yeah, me you too. Know, I think about yeah. it. I think oh, we're 20 some episodes or four, I don't know how many episodes we've done, but it, to me, it still feels like we're just starting. And so I'm learning that we're, that we're, we're not. And yeah. I'm learning that we're doing a good job, and we, and, which is very encouraging and rewarding to, to really um, be a part of it. Francesca? Any, any final thoughts on the, the Somehow MJ? she got shut down on this. No, no, I didn't. I'm trying to think about what I can say. She's still mad about the first clip, I think. I'm so mad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I loved it. Um, no, I think it's, I kind of feel like, well, this goes back to what I said about the Jewish sauce boss. And then you're right, Mike. Here's Dan is another one that, like, he didn't have to give back. And look no. how generous he's been. And it really is part of... Um, we need each other to to support the you know the industry and to raise each other up when you see another good business doing business you got to find a way to connect with them support them amplify them and then have them do the same for you because that's who we want to survive because we are all in cannabis you know right now it does sometimes feel like survival so whether you're in media or the plant touching side or you know whatever so to find your allies and the people that are going to help you um through tougher times or things you don't know, huge, huge. And Dan is absolutely the epitome of that kind of person for podcasts in general yeah. and just media and, you it, know, it being was, a cool guy. I'm telling you, it was too cool. Uh, final point there. Uh, Frank and I both wearing our infused gear. And I think we were doing something silly. Like we were doing one of the Chachki Report segments uh, from the show. And uh, this guy comes up. He's like, infused. I listen to you guys. And he's, he's a producer. I mean, he's a cultivator from California. Nice. And have that kind of interaction at the biggest cannabis show in the, in the world was, that blew my mind, man. I was like, are you sure? Infused. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's See, personally, I, I love the humility that you have, and I love the gratitude that you have, and the, the oh, it's, we're, we're still new. I'm not like that. I'm like, we're fucking good, <laughs> and people should pay us to cover MJ Biz. Frankly, so Chris Walsh, uh, thank you, and hire us. Uh, you can get in touch with is. her at Blunt Francesca <laughs> at InfusedMedia.io. <laughs> Guys, it's it's really gratifying and, and rather I don't know. It feels easy to wrap a bow on twenty twenty two and say, God damn it, we we did what we said we we're going to do, um, but we ain't even close to being done. Uh, the, the The coming of the new year excites me so much there is so much in store we've got we've got uh, our first guests lined up we've got our first uh we've got a infused episode where we have a chef coming in who's going to work with us in january and and blow our minds uh but we've got more guests that we've met at these different shows we're going to be doing live streaming in the new year and i i don't know more growth in terms of programming too is there something in particular that you're looking forward to in 2023 Wow, that's tough because it's. You, I really don't know where it's going to go. I know right. that there's things you said, but I'm kind of like I feel like the roller coaster is still going up, and we haven't hit that top yet. And so I just feel like next year is going to be where it's going to be. When yeah, just, next year is the year we take off. I I, I agree with like. that. I completely agree with that. It is hard to get it down to just one thing because who knows? There's the 
I don't know, the possibilities seem endless. I love what we did with Columbia Care, and maybe that means that we're going to be able to work with some more dispensaries, and being able to do work for them is exciting and and um, and growth-orienting. And maybe we do more live events, and maybe we have more guests come here. So all of that is Private really, events, really cool. Private events, events yeah. The shows, the in-studio in guests, the Zoom guests. Like, there's a lot of facets to it. Yeah, there are, there for are. sure. And we're going to some new territory that we've never been to before this year. I mean, we're on our, our dance card for the next tour is pretty interesting. Uh, cities we've never been to, markets that we're really interested in getting into. So th this should be a blast. We have to get some new shirts made up. The Pass the Mic Tour 2023. Yeah. Those were good. Ooh, Concert yeah. shirts. Those were damn good shirts. Um, man, so grateful for 2022. But what would uh, a wrap-up show for the year be without one final? Would you rather? All right. So... I owe you all. This is my <laughs> revenge, would you rather. Season's greetings to you. Yeah, this, this theme. She came in with her boxing gloves on in this one. All right, because you guys all tried to answer the paper cut and bite your tongue or bite your tongue one with getting around getting a paper cut. So get around this, assholes. All right. Would you rather lose all sense of music or all sense of of language. That means you cannot ever speak a language somebody would understand, and you cannot understand a language anyone would speak. And if you're in saying music, you cannot hear music correctly. You can't hum, you can't play music, you, it doesn't work. Do we have a I said, would you rather? Not, I'm going to play God for a little bit. Everyone, everything had separate caveats on it. I liked it. And if it's music, guess what? You're still screwed. Yeah. Nice job, Blunt Francesca. That was depressing. <laughs> do I need to do a different one? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. We'll one. play along. We'll play along. I'm going to say language. I'm going to say language. Uh, music uh, has been uh, such a part of my life. It moves, it moves me in, in ways I can't even describe or articulate. So I think I could still find ways to well, share it's a good that. thing you can't because you won't have language. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. That's, that's, that's what I meant. You can so, make the argument that music is a language of some sort. There it is, yeah. Frank. There it yeah, is. Got around it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Man, the next one's gonna suck. <laughs> All right. I would. I would. I would lose music because I think I'd rather be able to communicate. Yeah, I think I would lose music too, and I would. I. I can. My art of choice, I think, has Nobody more language than <laughs> more language than music because I need to write. And I need to speak. Look at this. Oh. <laughs> What's Frank's answer? I, I, I can't live in a world without music. I'm sorry. 50-50 yeah. He would by myself. I can't communicate, but as long as I can bang the drum, I'm ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> he, he would lose all, all yeah, standing. He's tied run DJ. If he yeah. Said. yeah, that's true. <laughs> no more it's, sales, Mike, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> it's DJ Rags, 100%. Unless he's selling like music. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Frank's just going to have to... Cool. <laughs> Do sales in different ways. He's playing Happy Days Are Here Again. Do we make one? Do we make one? Yeah. <laughs> Good boy. Good boy. Just turning into Lassie. Oh, my God. A 50-50 split for the final Would You Rather of the Year. Oh, we need a tiebreaker. A, a slightly vindictive one. <laughs> I don't know what we I did. Yeah, I don't know what we did. You need to tone it down in 2023. <sighs> yeah. Am I supposed to do, like, oh, would you rather, like, cuddle a kitten or, like, play with puppies? Ugh. <laughs> At least I feel better about myself. <laughs> what character was that? It wasn't Father Jackie Buttons, I'll tell you that. The uh, So, <laughs> look, 
Wait, this was great. Uh, Frank, outstanding job with those clips, brother. Well I done. love the clips. That was fun to put together, for sure. That, that was, was super fun. I want to see more bloopers. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, that was, that was incredible. And then putting the Always Sunny thing in there. That. that was such a, you made our day. You made our day. This was such a fun departure from what we usually do. So Love it. Um, thank you both. Uh, thank you, Frank. This was outstanding to take a look back at a year that we, we tried to plan out really well, and, and we did. And then we, we, we executed it in, in fine fashion. Damn, so, we're good. So great, great job, team. <laughs> Um, and as a final note for all of you, uh, thank you. Uh, everybody that follows us on social media, everybody that's subscribed to the YouTube channel, everybody just grabs an episode here and there and, and, and listens to what we do. Uh, we appreciate you more than, than we can say, and we want to thank you for supporting us for two years now. It's been an absolute pleasure producing this show. Agreed. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, look, this is a great way to end the year. Uh, I've, I've been uh, just... Smiling the whole time, having a good time with the Infused Show team. So please, uh, in this world of plenty, spread a smile of joy and spread your arms around the world at Christmas time. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas from the Infused Show. Happy holidays. We'll see you in 2023 from Della Who, Della What, Della Where. Bye-bye, guys. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. 99.9% of our DNA is identical. It's a 0.1% that truly makes us different and unique. And that's what the show is about. Find out that 0.1% about your favorite guests. Find out what music they like their first cannabis experience, and even what their room looked like growing up. But more importantly, or as important, their journey. Learn what makes them unique on Everything is Personal.